Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome back to Energy Analyst Talk. My name is Jake Wright, and with me today is Chris Barber, who's here to discuss the recent rise in RIN prices and how the continued weak transport fuel demand environment will influence RIN's market in 2021. Uh, thank you for having me. So my first question to you, Chris, is what's been behind the relatively sharp rise in RINs prices in recent months? Oh, that's a great question. Um, D4 or biomass-based diesel RINs, you know, have risen to nearly 90 cents in November from roughly 60 cents in July. One of the primary factors that's contributed to the rise, you know, are the indications that small refinery exemptions uh, will be much uh, lower moving forward. And the additional obligations contributed to their overuse in recent years are going to have to be absorbed by the market. Um, and a second driving force behind the higher rents prices, you know, in recent months is speculation, you know, about 2021 and beyond. And I assume the election is probably playing a role in this bullish sentiment. Uh, I definitely think the results of the presidential election are contributing to bullish sentiment. Uh, most expect a Biden administration to set more aggressive targets for RFS uh, volumes moving forward. Um, you know, particularly beyond already mandated volumes through 2022. Um, the ability to carry some RINs forward and expectations of tighter markets uh, in the future, you know, provide some support for, for current RIN uh, values. Now, speculation over future policies from a new administration can't be the only bullish factor driving the recent rise in prices, uh, since those volumes will be set by the current administration, correct? Uh, that is correct. So then what is driving prices higher next year? Um, I, I think the expectations that required uh, renewable fuel volumes under RFS2 will remain high next year, uh, despite uh, weak transport fuel demand. Uh, it's going to make it more difficult for the market to generate the, the RINs needed to balance the market. And what makes 2021 more difficult for RFS? Uh, well, unlike the low carbon fuel standard in California, which is driven by credits and deficits, uh, you know, of GHG, uh, RFS requires specific volume requirements for a given year. The EPA can uh, only alter those volumes using specific instruments. Uh, well, we don't know, you know, at this point, if they're going to take more dramatic steps until they re- release the final rulemaking, which is usually around this time of the year. Um, if they do rely primarily on the cellulosic waiver, as they have each of the past three years, uh, renewable volume requirements, you know, which is the target volumes of specific biofuels that the market needs to blend, will not change much in 2021 from 2020 or 2019 levels. So why is it more bullish for 2021? Uh, the piece that makes uh, RINs bullish in 2021 is that the estimate of demand that EPA will use to set standard percentages you know, what each company uses to determine individual obligations will be much lower than it was in 2019 and 2020. Currently, EIA projects 2021 demand for conventional gasoline and diesel to be about 5 billion gallons lower than the previous two years. This means that the the ratio that determines the company's obligation uh, will be set at a much higher level than in 2019. Uh, The same volumes of renewable fuels uh, will be spread over a smaller base of conventional fuels. Uh, you know, so for each volume of gasoline or diesel sold next year, companies will be required to blend or offset with a higher percentage of both advanced and total renewable fuels. Could you give us an example of what this means? Sure. Um, 
for example, the weighted average, uh, you know, of ethanol and biodiesel blended into the transport stream in 2019 was roughly eight and a half percent. ESCI currently estimates a total renewable fuel standard percentage in 2021 uh, will be closer to 11 and a half percent. Without an increase in small refinery exemptions, you know, that we've had in, in recent years, it, it will keep RINs markets running a larger deficit in 2021. Got it. And I assume this deficit has implications for RIN's prices then? Uh, it does. Uh, it will keep RIN's prices high next year. Uh, I think the recent run-up in prices is partly due to these expectations of a large RIN's deficit next year. Um, after averaging less than 50 cents in 2019, D4 RINs, um, which have been the market balancing item in recent years, you know, climbed to roughly 90 cents in November, as we discussed earlier. This is their highest level since 2017. Perhaps even more significant is that D6 room prices have risen significantly as well, uh, moving closer uh, to the more advanced D4 rims price. Why is that happening and what's its significance? Um, it, it's happening because the market expects the new requirements to keep the D6 rims market, which is primarily uh, conventional ethanol, um, in a large deficit in 2021. Uh, this is typically required that advanced RINs become the marginal RIN in the D6 market, raising D6 RIN prices, uh, you know, closer to the, the price of the D4 RIN. Okay, so lastly, let's bring this back to the market impact. Uh, what does a higher D6 RIN cost mean for the market? The rise of D6 RIN's prices is significant because it has a greater impact on the cost of compliance for obligated parties. The D6 RIN category accounts for nearly two-thirds of a company's overall obligations under RFS. So a large increase in D6 RIN prices will have a bigger impact on an obligated party's overall costs? Right. Um, so that means a refiner that relies heavily on the RINs market uh, will have to continue to pay much more per gallon to offset its obligations in 2021. Thank you, Chris. Um, I know many people are looking ahead to 2021 and will certainly appreciate your insight on changing RIN prices. Of course, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.